folks, here we go, another Sunday. It's the third week of the season. Last week of September for NFL. So, fall is here. It's here. It's feeling like that here. It's going to start feeling like that pretty much everywhere but the south, as normal. Like I said, it's going to be a lot of rain today here on the east coast, a lot of rain and wet weather. So, that's obviously going to affect some of these games. But, obviously... If you know how to play in the rain, you know, deal with it, you know. But obviously, we have a lot of big matchups here today. Big matchups with with big implications, you know, divisional it and potentially down the road playoff implications, but still early in the year. So, we have a few unanimous choices here today. One is controversial, though. We have a controversial one, but let's go to the, let's go to, um, to these, um, picks here. Like I said, I got the first one, I don't know if you can consider it a unanimous pick, but they're picking it. Seattle over Carolina. Well, I mean, there's also um, the fact that now, I don't know if you noticed yet, but uh, uh, Bryce Young is out for this game, so you're looking yeah. at Andy Dalton, that quarterback for Carolina. So, yeah, that's that's an easy one. Seattle wins. Yeah, Andy Dalton, yeah, the red rifle. <laughs> Luckily, we ain't playing him. He always seems like he likes to beat us. <laughs> yeah. All right. We have Jacksonville over Houston. Yeah, that should be another one. No problem for Jacksonville, uh, especially after a, a disappointing performance against KC. They should win this game. All right. And sadly, <laughs> the Cowboys. We have the Cowboys all over Arizona. Yeah, well, we talked yesterday, and um, – you asked about uh, your your thing with the Cowboys there, and I told you they they got off to a nice start because they had a couple cupcakes, and this was the last of their cupcakes. Uh, after this, I think they play the Niners. I know they have a nine, the Niners game coming up, but they start to actually play some actual teams after this one. I think they play the Patriots next. I yeah, think. yeah, I think you're right. I think it is the Patriots, but still, it's a, that's a and good they're solid home team. against the Patriots. Yeah, that's that becomes a little harder, but. Patriots, they should be easily, too. No, the Patriots right now, aren't a joke, man. It seems like they just got easy, the, the schedule, but they're going to get harder. It's going to get harder, you know? No doubt. And it'll be great because all these asshole Cowboys fans are going to come out of the woodwork like they do every year. And then by uh, week 10, they're going to be all back in hiding. So, Well, there is something that will make them cry a little bit. Trayvon Diggs is in practice on Thursday tore yep. his knee, yep. his ACL. So he's done for the year. Oh, is that a, is that what they're saying now? He's done for the year? Yeah, he tore his ACL on Thursday. Oh. Yep. Okay, last I saw was a few hours ago. They said he was going to have an MRI done, but they didn't say anything. Well, well, they well they did it, so he's he's out. Yeah, that's a big loss. That's a big loss, man. Yeah. By the way, even though it, it, we're talking about today, Sunday. We are doing this on a different day, so it may be contracted when we say a different day, but we're looking at it like it is sun, like our normal Sunday. And yeah. we'll be back to our normal Sunday next week. Yeah, obviously so, there'll be some news between today, which is Thursday and Sunday, but, you know, we're, we got to go with what we're, we, we're working with right now. All right, we're going to start the dance here with my Ravens. Obviously... They're off to a solid start, leading the AFC North, which is obviously going to be a tough division throughout the year. They're 
playing their biggest their rival that they don't like. And you would think that the Steelers are their toughest rival. Yeah, it's a division, but they give a lot more respect. They call them the Pittsburgh Steelers and give them a lot more respect than the team that's coming here. If you are a Baltimore fan from 40 years ago, you remember this franchise. And they were a great franchise. Got you a lot of success, a Super Bowl championship, all that. And then in the middle of the night, in 1984, this franchise just butt-bellied up and left for Indianapolis and never came back. Now, they're coming, well, they've been coming here a couple of times, but now Ravens have to face their old franchise, the Colts. And they will not call them the Colts when they come out here. So, like I said, Indianapolis, always a, it's always a, a, a struggle to think about that if you're a, uh, if you're a Baltimore sports fan to think about this franchise coming back to your city. But big matchup here, or at least it might be a big matchup. Anthony Richardson is questionable with a with a knee injury. Potentially Gardner Minshew's going to play. We'll see what happens. But like I said, old Baltimore versus new Baltimore. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, let's face it, man. You can make this a unanimous. Um, the Colts are. Are in rebuilding mode to put it nicely. Anthony Richardson, I'm sure he'll play, but he's go, they're going up against a, a real playoff team here in Baltimore, a team with a good defense, and a team that's going to put up a lot of points on the Colts' defense. So Baltimore is going to win this one easily. I'm going to say final score is going to be uh, 41 to 20. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Baltimore obviously. Knows this rivalry pretty much in there, you know, or if it is a rivalry or not. But like I said, it's interesting. Like I said, Anthony Richardson has had a good start to, to his NFL career. A couple of rushing touchdowns, a couple a pa- uh, two passing touchdowns. But he suffered an injury last week, and he's questionable. Well, he concussion protocol, but he also had an ankle injury. So, like I said, he's playing a little recklessly, but he's obviously compared to. To his other two guys, he's done a lot. He's done a lot, you know. He's done a lot to prove himself here as a as a NFL quarterback. But then again, you know, you get that Justin Fields kind of vibe with him. But who knows? Obviously, for the Ravens, they're rolling right now. They come off a big win in Cincinnati. Obviously, they've struggled there the last couple of years. And like I said, with Lamar staying healthy, will obviously this key. This team is rolling on both sides of the ball, and they should roll through here with with their old franchise coming to town. So, Ravens win, and the final score, 34-17. to 17. Okay, okay. Well, another team that should be better off than they are, but they're not, they're struggling, is the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos are off to a rousing start in this new regime with Sean Payton. So far, they're 0-2, and things are not going too well. And now they're going down, down uh, across country to to uh, the South Beach near Coral Gables to face the Dolphins in their home opener today, their home opener. Big matchup here. Obviously, Dolphins are rolling right now, coming off a big win in New England on a Sunday night. Tua looks, looks good. Looks like a potential MVP threat. Things are going well for the Dolphins. Will they go well here against a veteran coach and quarterback that's still learning or still trying to figure out their way? Go ahead. 
Yeah, well, um, when we talked yesterday, we did our regular picks. This was one of my two. Um, both those picks that I made yesterday, I'm, I'm really high on both those teams this week. Um, but I'm not going to go with two locks of the week this week like I did last week, you know. Every time I go with uh, two locks, it seems like the second one always fails. And last week, uh, Detroit was my second lock of the week, and they failed. Um, so I'm going back to one. Um, and I I mean, there's a couple games I like, but I like the, both these these two games are probably my two favorite. The Miami game, and then I picked Tennessee. Um, I'm going to go with Miami as my lock of the week, though. Giving up six and a half. Like you said, it's their home opener. Going up against a, a Denver team that is in a disarray. You know, Russell Wilson has not looked good. Their defense hasn't looked really good. Um, Sean Payton doesn't seem to be a big fan of Russell Wilson anyway. Um, I just think Denver is destined for a really bad year again this year. And Miami, their offense is firing on all, all cylinders. Tua, you know, he's, he's, he's on pace to throw for over 6,000 yards right now. So I don't think he's going to put up that many yards. I don't think he's going to throw for 400, but maybe 375, three or four touchdowns possibly. Miami gets the victory. Miami covers that six-and-a-half-point spread. And uh, the Dolphins' final score is going to be 38-27. to 27. Yeah, things are not going well for the Broncos. They've lost two games they should have won. They should be 2-0. Not, I wouldn't say easily, but they should be 2-0, but they're not. And the communication between Peyton, Sean Payton and um, Russell Wilson is not going well. And unlike the, the head coach that was there last year, Hackett, your boy Hackett, Sean Payton's well-respected res- in this league. A lot of people think he could go to Canton. I don't know if he goes to Canton. I think, you know... The jury's out on, on if he's a Hall of Fame coach, but he's been a very good coach in this league for many years in New Orleans, in New Orleans led teams to make postseason appearances and a, and a Super Bowl appearance with a championship. So he obviously has a hell of a pedigree. You know, consider a top five, considerably almost a top five head coach. We look at his numbers, but he's starting to do with, 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 with Denver, and so far he's realizing that this team is in a good. Or a as good as they as he as he wants it to be, and obviously there's a lot of question marks about the about the future of of Russell Wilson as a starter. Will he stay the starter? Every loss tells a will tell a different story to see how how patient how patient um, Peyton gets here because he's got leeway compared to to Hackett. He's got leeway because of his because of his reputation and history. So. We'll see what happens there. But Miami's rolling right now. They're probably, I would say they're better than Buffalo right now in this division. They're the top team in the AFCs from what I'm seeing. A lot of people think they're the best team in the AFC right now. I think it's a little – jury's still out on that. But obviously, too, uh, like I said, he's, he's, drawn, he's drawn for the most yards in the league so far. And obviously, he's done a very good job. He also leads in quarterback rating again, which he did last year before his injuries. But I and passer rating. So, like I said, he's doing his thing. And, you know, I can see Miami blowing out this team. It's going to be a tough – it's going to be tough. I mean, you kind of think this will be a tired game than what it is. I don't see it that way. I think I think the 
the the Dolphins are gonna roll. They're gonna roll on this team. So I got the Dolphins winning big, and the final score thirty seven to twenty. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't get too crazy with, oh, they might be the best team in the AFC. I mean, they're a good team, and they can put up a lot of points, but, dude, I mean, we're two games into the season. I mean, it's not overreact. No, I'm not overreacting. I'm just saying that what I've seen so far, they look like the best team in their division. I'm not saying they're the best team in the conference, but in their division, I would put them ahead of Buffalo at the moment. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I, I still wouldn't even but go it, that far quite yet. You know, there's a long season, but, long season, and they got a quarterback yeah, that I know. is injury prone. Yeah, yes, I, I I understand, but he's done. He, he he's tried to do his homework to to stay to be healthier than he's been than he's been before. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I think he has a legit chance to stay healthy this time, unlike last year. So we'll see what happens, but. I know they have, as long as two is healthy, they have a legit chance to threaten the establishment. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Obviously, we will go to two. We will go to two zero and two teams that will face each other here on Sunday and or today or okay Sunday. And these two teams, obviously, they're not off to a good start. The Chargers have lost two very close games, and still have the Vikings to do great. In our bets, nobody took these teams. None of us four took these teams, but it's a pick 'em game. It's it's a pick 'em game. It's not nobody's favorite or anything like that. So, be if you're if you're picking this game, be wise. Be very wise. But this is a critical matchup for both teams. Both teams are obviously looking to get off the snide this weekend. This is a very critical matchup. Going over three. For either months from year ago, could be could be devastating or potential for devastation. So, critical matchup for these two teams. Trent's not here. Go ahead. Yeah, well, um, yeah, dude. I, I was looking at this one when I was looking at the picks, and I do like when it, when it's like a one point spread or a pick 'em game. Um, but I'm not going to even touch this one, man. You're talking about two loser teams, you know. The Chargers, forever, I don't, I, for as long as I can remember, they lose close games constantly. And then the Vikings, you know, they don't necessarily lose every close game. Last year, like I said, last year they won an impossible amount of close games. But they also have Kirk Cousins, the loser of the league, you know. And maybe it's not a night game, but still, I got no faith in him. Um Bottom line, this is going to be a, a battle of who wants it least. And um, you know what? I'm going to look at this one. I'm going to say the same thing I said last, this before the season started about the Giants and the Pack and the Vikings, that they won an impossible amount of close games and the pendulum swings back the other way. I'm going to look at it as uh, the Vikings have zero defense and zero offensive line. Whereas the Chargers at least have something of an offensive line, and maybe their defense can make a couple stops. It's going to be a shootout, but I'm going to go with the Chargers. So for some reason, I don't know why I'm bothering to pick the Chargers in a close game, but I'm going to. So uh, the Chargers' final score going to be 
38-37. I said these are two teams that are very desperate. They've lost their first two games. One's going to have to start 0-3, and that's going to have some serious consequences. And pretty much both teams have serious consequences. Brandon Staley is on the hot seat after last year's playoff meltdown. And, you know, like I said, the, and then if you look at the Vikings, Kirk Cousins is on the hot seat. He may not, this might be his last year in Minnesota for all intents and purposes. So, I mean, obviously these are two, this is a critical matchup. Too early in the year to consider it a desperate matchup, but it is. Because you lost your first two games. Both teams are in a hole, and they don't want to get in a deeper hole, especially if you're the Chargers, because Kansas City's going to get four roll and they could start start pulling away. And at this point, that's your tough competition because I don't see the Raiders or the Broncos being any, any better than they've been. So Chargers got to get going because Chiefs look vulnerable this year compared to last year. They they might be you might be able to to beat them this time. The way things are rolling right now with them, so. This is a critical matchup, and like I said, I think the Vikings are going to give it a fight. This is going to be a battle. This is going to be a back-and-forth deal. You say it's going to be offensive shootout. I tend to disagree, or not disagree, but I don't think it's going to be as high-scoring as you would think. I think both teams have their flaws. Neither defense ain't good. So, I mean, yeah, they could score a lot of points. You're looking at it that way, but at the end of the day, I think I trust Herbert more than I would trust Kirk Cousins. You know, I think, you know, with all, with all those guys, Keenan Allen, you know, they'll, they'll make some plays. You know, I don't know if Austin Eckler is back in the lineup, you know, because obviously neither team can really run the ball. Madison ain't no special, you know. So at the end of the day, I got to go with the Chargers here. I think the Chargers finally get off the snide here. You know, they go from a defensive battle to an offensive battle, but they win this matchup with the Vikes against the Vikes and the final score thirty to twenty seven. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go now that was for fancy purposes, that was uh John John's matchup of the week for fancy purposes. Now we're gonna go to the intriguing matchup for Kwame intriguing matchup of the day and that's obviously the Washington Commanders as they try to start 3-0 uncharacteristically and a 3-0 start for them potentially but obviously they have a tough matchup with the Buffalo Bills coming to town Buffalo's coming off a dominant victory Washington's coming off a comeback victory but obviously these are two teams that are going to fight and have a battle, or maybe it will be a battle, maybe not. Who knows? Sam Howell is undefeated as a as a as an NFL quarterback. Shockingly, I mean, three and zero to start his career. I don't know how that can be. He doesn't have any upside from where I'm sitting. So, but obviously, things have to get better for 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 Buffalo after a slow start. But will they continue their bounce back up? keep up with Miami in this in this AFC East, but a critical matchup here for two teams and Kwame's intriguing matchup of the day. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, Washington, yeah, like you said, they, they're, they've started off the season 2-0. They haven't been impressive, let's face the facts. I mean, 
they they barely won a game last week against a terrible team. Um, they're they're not good. They're not a good team. Okay, they're two and zero. Sam Howell, like you said, he's three and zero as a starter. This it comes to an end this weekend. Buffalo is gonna crush them. This isn't even gonna be close. Yeah, Buffalo had a terrible first game there against the Jets. The Jets, okay, uh, Aaron Rodgers went down. They pulled out the victory thanks to their defense. They, the Jets at least have an elite defense. Washington's got nothing. Buffalo's going to put up definitely over 30. And Washington, they're not even breaking 20 this week. So I'm going Buffalo 36-16. Yeah, this could be close to a unanimous pick. Unfortunately, this weekend, a lot to look at is the fact that there could be a lot of blowouts potential blowouts not a lot of great matchups in this week but obviously that's what we think we but we know we, but we know better if we think there's gonna be a lot of blowouts but obviously for washington they lived a charmed life the first two weeks they're two and oh basically because of by default or by situation the teams they play kind of self-destructed at the end and but they're playing buffalo and that's not going to be easy it's not going to be an easy matchup Buffalo, obviously, you know what they are. Big game, Josh. A dominant, they had a dominant victory last week. Washington, like I said, you know, they. I don't know how good they are. Sam Howell's unbeaten as a as a starter, even though he only has three career starts. Uh, I don't know. I think I think this could be a game early, at least. But by the third quarter, I, I have, I agree with you. I think Buffalo takes over. I think Buffalo takes over, and they. And they pull away, but I think Washington's going to give them a tougher fight than you would think. I think that Washington's a—they'll give them. They'll, we'll see. I don't know. I, I really don't know. So I mean, who knows? I have no idea. So I'll—I'll I'll go uh, Buffalo thirty-six and Washington twenty-four here. Buffalo wins. Okay. Okay. All right. Now we're going to go to a later afternoon game. Now. Unfortunately, like I say, I, I know you already did your lock of the week. This is not my game of the week, but this should be something to think about. Obviously, the story on in, throughout the NFL news waiver wire has been the Chicago Bears and, and things that are not going well with your boy Justin Fields. The offense is not right, and he has not gone to a strong start. The team is still struggling, struggling to figure out an offensive identity. And obviously, things are just not going well. Justin Fields said some things on in in, a, in, a, in interviews that has rubbed the team the wrong way in many ways. <laughs> Damn it, man! I told I told you this last year. They got rid of Matt Nagy, and they brought in an even worse coaching staff. For God's sakes! But obviously, things are not going well for for the Bears. They have the longest losing streak in the NFL, twelve games, and now. What do they get to try to turn this around? The Kansas, the defending Super Bowl champs at Arrowhead. Yeah, Kansas City, who hasn't looked like like the juggernauts we've come to know, but this could be a different look. I know this should be a unanimous pick. It's not a lock of the week, but 12.5-point favorites. Think about that for Kansas City. But this is also the late the late game for uh, Burkhardt and Olsen. It's the top there's their top game of the week. I don't know why, but that's the game you'll see here in Philly later in the 
later in the day. But like I said, lots of question marks in Chicago. Like I said, this has the look of another beat down. Maybe not. Who knows? Kansas City, we don't know if Eric Bieniemy is being missed out here or not. But who knows? Your thoughts. <laughs> well, dude, it, every, people are finally starting to come around on Justin Fields. He's a fraud. He, he can't play quarterback in the NFL. It's face the facts. You can make all the excuses you want. He's been getting excuses since the day he stepped onto the NFL field. He's a fraud. The guy can't see the field. He holds on the ball too long. He he he's, he doesn't read. He doesn't uh, go through his progressions, and uh, he he turns the ball over. And the facts are the facts. You know, two games in the season, he's been sacked ten times. Nine of those ten sacks, he's held the ball for over four seconds before he got touched. You know, he had more than enough time to get rid of the ball. He had open receivers on. I've seen you watch the film. He's had open receivers. He just doesn't see them. He's not a good quarterback. Um, blame the coaching. You know, keep keep with the narrative that uh, that uh, Fields is this great player that just isn't have doesn't have anything go his way. The guy. The fact is, the guy's a fraud. Um, he's played two seasons and two games. C.J. Stroud has played two games in the NFL total, and Stroud has already thrown as many 300-yard passing games as Justin Fields for their careers. You know, he's a fraud. He's a fraud. I don't care that his offensive line isn't great. He just he sucks. The he, the fact is he sucks. Everybody said that D.J. Moore was going to be the the, the going to make him the new uh, make Fields the new you know Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. Now, now we're gonna jump on to the next uh, lily pad. Oh, the coaching sucks. You know, how many excuses are you gonna make for a guy before you just admit that he sucks? And now he's going up against the Chiefs team. Yeah, their defense isn't elite, but they can get after the quarterback. He got he's been sacked ten times in two games. He's gonna be sacked at least five more. He's gonna get another at least up to fifteen, possibly more. The Chiefs are gonna crush him. Case that 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 Bears defense sucks. KC, their offense hasn't been great so far. Mahomes is thrown for 350 and probably four touchdowns. And uh, this is going to be a, a blowout. Chiefs win, final score, 43-13. Yeah, this is not good for the Bears. I mean, this is a proud franchise, but one thing they have struggled basically from the beginning of their time, and this is the oldest this is one of the oldest teams in the league, obviously, or the third oldest team on, on paper. It's been the quarterback position. I mean, where, where do you go? Where do you go with quarterback? I mean, it, it just the examples, the last 10 years, you had Jay Cutler and Mitch Trubisky, and neither of them worked out. Now you have Justin Fields. And and now it's just, it's just, it's been the story all week. On all or all on ESPN and other sports outlets, the relationship. Now, like I said, can Justin Field be saved, or does a relationship go? Now, there's a lot to be blamed. His preparation and his game identity, and the Bears organization and how they handle things. Like I said, they could have let him go in the off season. They had the number one overall pick. They were hand gifted the number one overall pick, but they decided to. We're going to keep him around and see what we can do. But the problem is they don't have the proper offensive people around him to help him. 
like I say, you, he needs a good offensive coordinator, and he doesn't have that. You know, a good core, a, an average quarterback gets a good offensive coordinator looks like an elite quarterback, or at least they play like one. And Justin Fields is not in that list right now. Um, to me, they should have never fired Matt Nagy if that's the case. Because I think with Matt Nagy, he, he might have gotten something out of Justin Fields more than you would think. But who the hell knows? The, the, the Bears are, are, are an abominant franchise. They've not looked good the first two weeks. Now you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs? Really? We're going to turn this around against that team? Are you sure about that? I don't think so. Chiefs are going to roll. I agree with you. Chiefs are going to get there's – no, there's no way in hell the Bears have a chance in this game. They're, they're, they're a mess. They're an absolute mess. I got, I got, a, I got the, the, the Chiefs winning big. They turned this around. Obviously, things have not gone well the first two weeks offensively. You know, they're, they're averaging about 15 points a game less than this, this time a year ago. But the Rocket will turn this around. Big Red, they'll get it together. Oh, by the way. Guess who the offensive coordinator is? Matt Nagy for the Chiefs. So that's that kind of be like telling the Bears, oh, I told you so. Kiss my ass. <laughs> so get, so Chiefs win, going away, final score 38-17. to 17. Yeah, well, you know what? That nonsense that trying to blame the coaching, you know what? Enough, enough excuses for Justin Fields. A, a quarterback that's got talent – Maybe he won't be consistently great if he has a terrible team and a terrible offensive coordinator, but you'll see flashes. There's no flashes of him being anything close to great as a quarterback. He's a great athlete. That's all he is. You know, even uh, Jalen Hurts, his rookie year, he played four games. Doug Peterson pretty much was checked out by that point. We had no talent on offense. We had terrible play calling, offensive coordinators, all that. And you know what? Jalen Hurst had two games where he threw for over 300 yards, and that offense he showed flashes that he could he could lead an NFL team. Fields has shown nothing, so enough with the excuses. He's a fraud. It's time to admit it and move on. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, obviously, we'll see how how bad the season goes because right now, for what we're for where we're sitting, the Bears look worse than they they than, than even last year and. That team only won three games, and this team, I mean, who would you think you'd get the Arizona Cardinals if they played the Arizona Cardinals? But anyway. The Cardinals have, shown, have actually played tough the, the, the first two games. They've lost, but they played teams tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to move to the Sunday night matchup. It's a classic matchup. It's a legendary matchup. Two teams that know each other very well. In the past, they were at the top of this league. Not anymore, but they do have history. Steelers and the Raiders. Obviously, the Steelers are coming off a, a tough, tough fought victory on Monday night. They, they they withstand the Nick Chubb sad sad ending to his season to beat the Browns, get them back on, get themselves off the snide there. Raiders. I mean, what can I say? They're what they are. Home opener for them coming up. This is their home opener. And they and they have the they have the big the biggest spotlight of the of the weekend, Sunday night. So critical matchup for these two teams. Too early to tell where these teams are going, but 
they think they, but people think they're going somewhere. At least their fans, at least their fans think they're going somewhere. But go ahead to this matchup. Okay, well, the Steelers got blown out week one. You know, it happens. Teams teams have bad games. Um, I had I had higher expectations than what they gave us week one, but they came back week two against a tough division rival and they won a game. So, um, bottom line, they're, 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 they're writing the ship, and the Raiders just are not a good team. Um, when we talked at the beginning of the year and we did our predictions, um, we, we predicted who's going to be the first coach to get fired, and I think all four of us predicted uh, Josh McDaniels. I'm still standing by that. I still think he's going to be the first to go. And... Uh, they got blown out last week against Buffalo. That was the start. This is going to be another bad loss for them. It's not going to be a blowout, but they're going to lose to Pittsburgh. So I'm going with the Steelers here and a final score of 29-20. Well, like I said, this is going to be an interesting matchup. Like I said, hard to figure out either of these teams yet from the first two weeks. Raiders haven't looked great. But, you know, they're one, one, one like the Steelers. And, I mean, obviously, this is going to be an interesting matchup. Like I said, I can look at the, I can look at the Steelers, and they have a lot of injuries. Miss, uh, Fitzpatrick is not, look, doesn't look like he's going to be in the lineup. So, I don't know what, what the future is or the, the possibility there if he plays in this game or not Sunday night. And then you look at the, you look at the Raiders – and I really don't even have a clue. Devontae Adams looks like he'll be back in the lineup. He had a concussion, so he's coming back. This is the first time we are, we're going to disagree here. I mean, I don't think – hell, I don't think this is going to be one of those blowout games. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I can say what I can say. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to go with um, – I'm going to obviously go with – the Raiders at home, you know, cross my fingers. Luckily, it's not. It was not. It's not my matchup of the week, but interesting situation here. So, I think the Raiders do a little more than the Steelers, and I'm going to go with them. Final score: twenty-four to nineteen. All right. Well, we'll see. I think you're wrong, but you never know. Yep. All right, we're going to go to now. Once again, we have a simultaneous doubleheader Monday night football game, just like last Monday. Obviously, we know one of them, and we're going to get to that soon. But this is the one that's going to be the later game. This will start an hour after the other game. Obviously, the Rams, they're coming off a big, they're coming off a tough loss, but they obviously saved me from my bet in my betting situation. They saved me from being 0 for, 0 for 4. But obviously, I'm not picking this week, so I can't worry about this matchup. When you look at Cincinnati, another contending team off to a slow start, 0 and 2. Critical matchup, a home ma- a home game. Like I said, critical matchup. This is tough because they don't want to go 0 and 3 to a questionable to a questionable Rams team that we don't know how good they really are or not. Critical deal. Can the Bengals get 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 things going 
in their in their pursuit of the AFC Championship because they're not going just for the division title. We've know we've known their pedigree the last couple of years, but the Rams they they again this is Super Bowl fifty this is Super Bowl fifty six rematch. This is our Super Bowl fifty six rematch. These two teams met on the big stage in 2021 season. So this is a Super Bowl rematch from recently, but who who knows what this what the what the outcome will be. So go ahead to it. All right. Well, uh, we'll see when you make your pick, man. Maybe you got some bias here going on. You know, the uh, the Rams saved you from the uh, the embarrassment, the shame, the, uh, the 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 patheticness of being zero and four. You know, maybe uh, maybe you're gonna pick them to win this game just out of being biased that they actually got you something last week. But uh, I don't know, man. This one's hard to pick. You know, we don't know what's gonna happen with Burrow. Whether he's gonna play, if he plays, how healthy he's gonna be. We're we're way too far out to even know. But one thing I'm gonna go with in this game, you talk about a Cincinnati team that had Super Bowl aspirations. That's sitting here at 0 2. They're at home. They need a victory. I'm gonna go with the, the team that's desperate. So I'm gonna just based on that alone. I'm gonna go with Cincinnati, and uh, I don't know if Burrow's gonna play or not. No one knows, but I'm gonna go with the team that's desperate here, the team that needs the victory. So Cincinnati, and I'm gonna say final score, 27-26. Hey, it's about either team right now. Like I said, the Rams. Yeah, they saved my ass. Last week from being down 0-4, they, they got they got an unnecessary field goal at the end of the game. I don't know, maybe they 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 got word they got word that I was struggling and I needed them to win, and I really did at the time. Yeah, maybe McVeigh had money on the Rams and just wanted to get win. You know, win his bet. Yeah, it's just it's just that the line told me I had to take him, and I did. And I thought and and for a while it looked like it was a great game, and then. <laughs> Then it went away, and then somehow they got the ball, and they were able to get it in the field goal range. And then, hey, let's just let's just help old Bob out here and get this, get get him a win. So I, I thank them. I thank them. I'm not picking them this week in either my bets or in this matchup because Cincinnati's a more desperate team. They're 0 two. They're at home. They have they have a thing. They have to get their act together. They did not play well last week. Baltimore dominated them in all phases of the game. And that's not good. The fact that they've lost two games to two division rivals and they've never looked good in either of them. And to me, this is going to be interesting. I mean, the Rams are traveling east, you know, but they're not going to be at disadvantage because of the time. But at the end of the day, Joe Burrow needs to get his act together. You're the highest paid quarterback in football. You need to get, you need to get going here. And like I said, I don't know what the Rams are. Like I said, they had their issues with Cam Makers, and now they've traded him. He's now in Minnesota. They got a couple of draft picks that out of Hey, man, you're breaking up. All right, sorry. Do you hear me? Now I can, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. 
All right, well, we're going to go with the Bengals here. Like you, foul score. Uh, foul score. I'm going to say 28 to 24. Okay. All right, we have two games left, or actually three games left. We're going to go to a, a very interesting AFC East matchup. And like I said, two struggling teams and... You know, the Patriots, we talked about them on our look back on Wednesday. Are they the worst team in the conference? I'm not in the conference, but in the in the division. Question, that's questionable. I mean, right now they're in last place. They've lost two. They haven't led in either of those games. So there's a lot there's a lot to be desired there. But they get a break, or at least they might get a break. The New York Jets, a team they haven't lost it's in 2015, the longest streak in, in of any division winners in the league right now. The Jets coming off a tough loss to the Cowboys, not unexpected, but we'll see what happens today or, or Sunday. Zach Wilson played in both matchups last year, and because of these matchups, they had to bench him. Could this happen again? Could could he stink up a, a winnable game against New England that leads to him being benched again? Because obviously he's on a short leash unexpectedly this year compared to last year. He, he's definitely on a short leash because of because of who's not there. So a critical matchup here for two teams that need the victory right away to keep them relevant in a tough division. So go ahead. Yeah, I mean... Bottom line, before the coming in this season, yeah, you could have said the Patriots are the worst team in this division. But now, with Aaron Rodgers out, it's not even a question. The Jets are the worst team in this division. It's not even close. Zach Wilson, that's all that's all you need to know. The Jets still have a great defense. They got Zach Wilson at quarterback. It that that's it. That that's gonna do them in every time. Going up against the Patriots team, yeah, great. They haven't led it in the, in either of the two games. They've played two tough teams and played two tough games. I mean, it's not like they got were getting they got blown out in either of them. I mean, the Eagles obviously got off get up sixteen nothing. They fought back. The Patriots did. Um, it's a, this is a tough, resilient team. Good coaching, uh, a good defense, a quarterback that might not be a superstar, but he's not going to turn the ball over. He's not going to be a turnover machine like Zach Wilson. You know, so bottom line, Patriots, like you said, they got the uh, the longest streak going right now, dating back to 2015 against the Jets, and uh, that streak's going to continue. Patriots win, final score, 30 to 13. Well, like I said, I mean, the last time the Jets beat the Patriots was in 2015, so yeah, it's it's pretty sad when you when you can't control it, and unfortunately, you look at when you look at well, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, that streak was bound to end, but now he's not there, and we can't keep bringing number eight's name in in, in our in our mouths for the Jets because I know that's an excuse and it's an under, understandable excuse, but at the end of the day, you can't worry about that. He's Hey, man. Hey, I don't know what's going on here, man. You're, you're messing something up.
All right, guys, well, I don't know, Rob just dropped off the face of the earth. So I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna um, pause this and we're gonna have to make this a two-part thing.